Hi, this is Pimi Shavery, and I am here with your daily dose of energy. We are officially entering into Taurus season this upcoming weekend on the 19th, and I felt that it was necessary for me to give you guys just a bit of an overview before I go into the depths um, within the first week of Taurus season of what we shall be expecting um, for the upcoming month of May. Now, as you guys know, we have a lot of different things that are taking place within the last couple of weeks of April. And in addition to us shifting into what we are very well aware of as is considered as retrograde season, um, we are also entering in a new season altogether being Taurus season. Taurus is a very different energy. Um, very different from Aries energy. It is a slower type of energy, but it is definitely deeply penetrating. So it is something that is going to remain intense, but in a different type of way. So I felt that it was necessary for me to give you guys an overview of what we can expect going into this weekend, as well as what we could potentially be expecting um, within the next few days after we enter into Taurus season. Even though we are still in Aries season, we are fresh in the energy of the super full moon that was in Libra, we have a new moon that will be coming as well on the 22nd of April. So, and that new moon will be in Taurus. So it'll be a double dose of grounded energy that we will be embracing in addition to the retrogrades with the different planets that we will be experiencing um, as well. So, <sighs> As, the, as, as you guys know, it is a lot going on. And I hope that during this time, you guys are taking heed and doing what it is that you can do to allow yourself to um, adapt to the current circumstances to the best of your ability. We have been told and we are fully aware, no matter where you are in the world right now, you know that anytime we're in the midst of a storm, it is going to get worse before it gets better. I feel like we have began um, some deeply penetrating shifts. We have definitely been in the air of um, uncertainty, but that does not change the importance of what we are in the midst of. There is always perspectives and how you look at things and how you experience things determine your perception of a situation. So this is a very, very important time. Um, the first six months, as we know, are of this year, really into the whole year. This whole year is gonna be extremely important because it is really solidifying a new beginning in a way that we haven't experienced before, um, not consciously. So now that we are in this space and we are now embracing this new form of reality, it is causing us to dig deeper in different ways so that we're able to move forward um, with a total different reality that we have a part in creating. Okay. So now I'm going to get into a little bit of the astrology part 
um, of Taurus season. As you guys know, again, um, Taurus season begins on April the 19th. And what does that mean when Taurus um, season begins? It means that we are entering into the second zodiac sign of the astrological year. The first is Aries. Aries kicks off our new astrological year, which it did. And we are now getting towards very, very, very um, soon will be at the end of Aries season entering into Taurus, which is the second oldest of the Zodiac. And as we are making our way around the Zodiac wheel, which is what we are calling the astrological year, um, who knows <laughs> where this year is, is going to take us collectively or where we are going to um, next year, you know, God willing what our lives are going to look like. But the importance is to the importance of the moment is to take in every bit of the parts that we can so that we can remember and we can embrace and we can apply whatever tools we need to help us to continue to navigate because again it is a lot going on it's very intense it's a lot of um shifting of emotions and and all of these things but again it's how we see things it's it's how we uh, how we choose to operate within the constraints and um yeah just doing what we can with what we have right there are a lot of different changes that are happening around the world that is I can't even put into words. If you watch the media a lot, if you're looking at the news a lot, if you are hearing people speak about a lot of different things, um, there is no, no doubt it's scary. No doubt that it's frightening. It can be exciting to see the changes in humanity, but it can also be a scary thing because you are seeing people for who they are, the greed, the selfishness, the, um, the way that people are not being considerate of other people. People really are, a lot of people are operating on a, a huge scale of humanitarian efforts, trying to help others, looking out for what is best for everyone, trying to do their part. And then you have another part, there's a small sector, but that small sector gets a lot of attention because it's just so annoying to see how people can still consider themselves for people but they are still operating out of a state of selfishness, just really, really selfish. And those are the people who I've been saying from the beginning of all of this coming to play that will not survive this. They will not survive. And I'm not speaking just in a physical. I'm speaking about mentally, emotionally. They are battling themselves, which is why they are acting out the way that they are, not wanting to follow guidelines, wanting to do what they want to do because they feel confined. They feel their freedom is being um, infringed upon. They feel and they're not thinking about how their actions are contributing to the health and well-being or their lack of of those that they may or may not come in contact with. So this is both a very interesting time. It is a time to be hopeful that humanity is finally understanding as a whole but then you also are really, really uh, becoming even more aware of the people who are just so self-consumed and selfish and really don't have the heart to care for anything other than 
what's in there or what they see as their best interest. But in Taurus season, um, there's going to be a lot happening. Okay, I'm not going to let me drink something. I hope y'all got y'all water and your teas and whatever you're drinking because So Taurus season is going to be very busy. It's going to have a lot of different potent energy. It's going to have a lot of different up and down shifts because it is going to be the foundation for the beginning of so many retrogrades. And for a little while now, a little over a month, we have had zero planets retrograde since Mercury was in retrograde, which was in February. So for a little over a month, we have had no planet retrograding, meaning that everything cosmetically, everything in the solar world, external solar and internal solar world has been in a forward moving direction. And the beauty of that is things have been progressing, even though things seem to be on a delay, even though things seem to be on a standstill in some areas, for the most part, things have been happening very consistently and forward moving, right? We've had a lot of new experiences while we've been under this forward moving energy. But as we reach towards the uh, middle of Taurus season, towards the end of Taurus season, we will actually have four planets in retrograde. And I will break down the different energy of all of those planets that will be in retrograde. But right now, I just want to give you the overall energy for Taurus season because it is definitely for different planets with total different energy. We're familiar with a few of those planets. However, the collective energy of all of them together at one time in one season is going to be very intense. So I want to break it down per planet that will be in retrograde to give you a perspective um, of how to tune into each of those. But also you can decide which planet you would feel the energy most intensely by based on the type of energy it's bringing in. Okay. Now, Again, as we are reaching towards the middle and end of Taurus season, we're going to have four planets that are in retrograde. Now, the retrograde energy, anytime a planet is retrograde, it's asking us to reflect, look back on the past before we go forward again. So depending on how long a planet is in retrograde, and that depends on the planet that is in retrograde, um, that's that depends on the length and the impact that that particular retrograde will have in your life. If the retrograde is a short three to four weeks, such as Mercury, Mercury is a fast moving planet. So when it retrogrades, you feel it very, very, very intensely. Pluto, for instance, is a very slow moving um, planet. So when it retrogrades, it's very slow penetrating. So it takes a little longer for that particular planet's effects to be felt. However, when you feel it, it's extremely intense because it is a core um, planet. It's a planet that is a smaller planet that moves very, very slow, but it, it, it dig, digs deep into the inner 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 world the rebirth on a core level is what Pluto is all about okay so we have all had many new experiences as I've stated while we're in this energy the first retrograde 
is actually going to happen as I just was describing Pluto. But on the 24th of April, Pluto will be going into retrograde. And I will speak a little bit more about that in depth on a later episode. But right now, the overall energy for Taurus season on the 24th, we're going to have Pluto going into its first retrograde. Um, we're going to be experiencing our first retrograde of this of this astrological year, which is outside of Mercury, which was considered in last year's astrological year since the year technically started over in spring equinox Aries season, which was in April. OK, um, end of March, April. So then on May 10th, we're also going to have Saturn going retrograde. So. If you know, I have plenty of episodes that speak about Saturn and Pluto conjunctions. They have been in Capricorn. Everything that we're experiencing now has a lot to do with the dismantlement. And that has a lot to do with those two planets colliding in Capricorn. So a lot of the destruction, a lot of the dismantlement, a lot of the things that are coming out, the discipline, the different things that people are battling with up close and up in personal. It has a lot to do with these two planets colliding. Now, when these planets go retrograde, it's a different type of energy, but it is still very much so impactful. Okay. So April 24th, Pluto, which is the planet that is all about rebirth, transformation and death. Okay. And then on May 10th, you have Saturn. Saturn is going retrograde. Saturn is all about authority, discipline, structure. It is all about creating order, right? Okay. Then you're going to have on May 12th, two days after Saturn goes retrograde, you're going to have Venus, the planet that represents love and connection and intimacy. And, um, just, it's a very sexy, sensual, liberated type of energy. So this energy is going to go in retrograde on the 12th of May. And then we're going to have Jupiter, which is the planet of expansion. Anything that Jupiter aligns with, it expands. So depending on what type of climate or what type of planet or where it is going retrograde, what planet is going, what sign is going retrograde in depends on the energy or the place in your life that will be expanded on. It could be relationships. It could be finances. It could be your self-love. It could be career. It could be a whole bunch of different things. So as we get closer to that and I break down the energy and the um, theme of that particular planet being in retrograde on the 14th, you'll get a little bit more information about how it may affect you. Remember, retrogrades are always very potent when they start and when they end. So these dates are definitely going to be ones that you want to pay attention to, because even though the retrograde may be happening, let's say on the 12th, right? You're going to feel this energy. You have the pre-shadow phase, which currently we are in the pre-shadow phase for Venus being in retrograde. Um, and then you have the pre the post shadow. So it's two weeks prior to, and two weeks after you feel this energy, you feel, um, the energy coming in. And some people actually feel the pre energy before more intense than they feel the energy of one, once it's already in a retrograde. 
So within Taurus season, we also have the Taurus new moon, which is going to take place on the 22nd. So right after, right before we have our first retrograde, we're going to have our new moon in Taurus. And this energy around the new moon is going to be a little bit challenging, even though Taurus is a very, um, a very gentle, loving, but really deep grounded type of energy. It is definitely going to push us to stretch our minds in order to see things in a different perspective and in a different way. It's going to invite us into a new type of way of being and also a new way of seeing things. You can't go back to the past. We can only look forward. And so this new moon will be sending us inspiration to do that. It's going to send us little notes, send us little reminders and ignite something a little bit different within us so that we're able to see where we're headed and where we're needing to close off parts of our life so that we can go into that right direction. It's going to be asking what seeds do you have currently that you're needing to plant, that you're needing to let go of, that you're needing to not be so um, protective over? What are you needing to allow to just flow? The new moon represents the start of a new cycle and it's a beautiful time to set intentions. It's a beautiful time to be grateful and thankful for whatever is coming up for you. It is new beginnings. It's starting over. It is uh, adding a fresh energy into what it is that you are currently in. It is just a beautiful space to be in. Um, and then we'll have our full moon in Scorpio, which is going to happen on the 7th of May. So the first two weeks of Taurus season are very, very, very impactful because there is a lot going on planetary wise. And as we know, planetary wise, external affects us internally as, as above, so below. So you are going to feel these effects in different ways. The areas of your life that are going to be affected are going to be up to you to be able to sit with and pick apart because there is going to be so much happening. It's going to be very important that you take the time that you need to sit with whatever is unfolding in your life. Okay, so drink something. Okay, so May 7th. We have the Scorpio full moon. Now we already know Scorpio is a water sign and Scorpio is <sighs> Scorpio is a water sign. Okay. It's very intense, fiery water sign. It is the um, more aggressive of all three water signs. That would be the more outwardly aggressive one. That Scorpio is a, a scorpion. Okay. So even though Scorpio is a very beautiful energy, it is also very passionate and it is very, very potent. So full moons are all about exposing and it's all about uh, intensity when it comes to revealing whatever is hidden. So you have Scorpio. Um, <laughs> 
cycle. When we're having the Scorpio energy with this full moon, is very it's going to be absolutely potent and it's going to be extremely transformative. Your intuition and your connection to your higher consciousness and God and spirituality is going to be very strong, and it may give you an ability to soften up in a vulnerable sense so that you can connect to it more. So it's it's very this is a very interesting uh, energy because it is a scorpionic space but it's also in the midst of tar season so remember it's very interesting the type of energy and element that you're going to be both exuding and attracting in your life okay so um as this is a Scorpio full moon we can also look back to see what was happening last Scorpio season last Scorpio season happened in November of last year so if you look back or you you uh think back or you re-listen to my uh, audio episodes from the Scorpio season in November then you would probably get a an indication on what chapters of your life are going to be called to end uh, what parts are actually going to be cycles that are completing what parts of your life you are starting over and new in um, it'll give you an idea of what it is that you are to expect potentially from this season or this full moon um, you can look back at the Scorpio new moon on what was beginning and what happened between that time and now that just isn't working and that you are letting go of as well. Specifically, if you're thinking about what was happening in your life, think about think back to like October of last year, because it is very similar energy that we are about to embrace, even though it's different. It is very similar to the energy that began and um, began unfolding around that time. This is a full moon that you're wanting to detoxify. You want to let go for real so that you can welcome in the new beginnings that are coming, that we feel um, to help you align with what is happening both on a global um, way of thinking as well as an internal, personal, introspective type of way. So there is a lot of changes. There are a lot of things that are happening, but it is important for you to take inventory on what needs to stay and what needs to go so that you have enough bandwidth capacity wise to hold what you need to hold um, to move forward. Another significant date um, within this tar season is when the sun and Uranus, those are two different planets, um, the sun and Uranus meet. They're going to meet in Taurus. Okay. And this is going to happen on the 26th. Uranus is all about action, fast action, you know, aloofness in a way because it, it, it's an Aquarian type of air energy. But it is very much, very, very like lightning bolts. So it's it's unexpected. It's unexpected shifts, unexpected energies, unexpected things that unfold when Uranus is very potent. OK, so this is a very pivotal day. And one where you will be receiving more, your intuition will be heightened per se. You'll be, pay attention to your dreams, pay attention to the small um, signs that you will potentially be getting. Think back to 2018 around this time. So around spring of 2018, um, what were you working on? What, what things were unfolding? Um, what was happening that was creating this new way of seeing things in your life and 
compare that to where we are now as well. Okay. Now, as Taurus season comes to an end, you're going to start to feel um, the energy of very in touch with your femininity, right? Very in touch with your nurturing side. And that's entering into, after we enter Taurus, we're going into Gemini season and, and that's the twins. And we're not even going to get confused with that. But this is, this is a time of um, a very spiritual time, but also it is very gentle. It's a nurturing, it's a protective, it's a sensual. So as you're going into the middle of Taurus season, um, remember Taurus is ruled by that Venus type of energy. So it's going to put a light on areas of your life that cause you to dig deeper. It's going to make you, uh, connect to a deeper awareness of self, a deeper sensuality within self and be very mindful that it doesn't go so deep that it's, it's real dark, um, because that can happen as well. But as you are wrapping up, as we're wrapping up this Taurus season and we're going into Gemini season, this energy is going to be very strong, right? And it's going to allow you to see yourself in the duality of who you are in preparation for Gemini season. It's going to allow you to be able to see the different aspects and the duality of yourself freely because of the work that you've done thus far, not despite the work or in spite of, it's going to help you to navigate yourself and fight through your own shadows and your own fears and repressed emotions that you have allowed yourself to hold on to, but not address. So all of this is going to come up and all of this are going to be exposed, not necessarily for the world to see, but for you to see. A lot of this energy is internal. A lot of these things that are going on are definitely things that you're having to deal with inside. So these may, these depths of yourself may cause you to feel ashamed of some parts or some choices or some mistakes or some things that you've done, whatever guilt that you may be holding on to that you are needing to release accept, embrace, and let go of. All of this is going to come. Most of this is going to come up. I'm not going to say all of it because there are some parts of us that we continue to mask and hide behind that eventually come out, but they may not come out all at once. So this climate that we're going into is definitely going to be a space where we are exposing and bringing to light the majority of the things that we're needing to bring to light so that we are able to add to the influence of the energy that is around us already. The different aspects of our lives that we have been running from and we've been hiding from and we've been afraid of, we are having to face. And at this time where we're being forced into solitude, at this time when we're being forced into um, the confinement of our own creation, in a sense, whether it be how you've created your homes, what you've made your homes to be, how you've allowed your homes to um, become a part of your life and what you've input, how you've made your home a home, basically, in all aspects, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and emotionally. This is all going to be 
what you are faced with and working on and dealing with in this season. Tar season is a very spiritual time. It is a time where you're going to connect to God. You're going to connect to your spirituality more. You're going to connect to the people that feel good to your spiritual world, your tribe in a sense. And so it's very important that you understand that even though Taurus season is going to be a deep season, it's going to bring a lot of heaviness with all these retrogrades. It is going to bring a moment where things feel very slow and things feel like we're, we're slowing down and we're not able to move fast and we're not able to really do much. It is also giving you a chance to breathe and digest the last few months that we've already been impacted by. It is giving you a moment to sit still, to dig deep and to allow yourself to just be in everything that you are right now. It's going to give you the confidence to speak your truth more. It is going to give you an opportunity to not hide from what it is that you know you desire and you deserve. You're going to be exploring different parts of yourself. Be very mindful to not be so combative and so stubborn that you aren't willing to look outside of your own thoughts and your own ways of doing things because there could potentially be better options. Okay, so this is a very, very a very interesting time that we're entering in. And it is a time that is going to force us into a different element of self, but it's beautiful and it's nothing to be afraid of. It's nothing to run from. You can't hide from it because it's already presenting itself. So on the 19th, when, which is Sunday, uh, when Tara season begins, just remember that it may not kick off with a bang. You may be in the midst of it being already already too much going on. But whatever the case may be, you're in a space where you are entering into a new level of yourself. So this is a very interesting um month that we're about to enter into. And it's beautiful. It is scary, but it is a lot to digest at the same time but just realize that you don't have to control any of it it's nothing for you to control just be in your authentic state and stand in your authentic truths and watch how your life unfolds okay so this has been your daily dose of energy i will um give you guys again as i stated as we're getting closer and actually enter into Taurus season I'll give a different breakdown on the Taurus new moon and the retrogrades as they are coming up so that you're aware of what to look forward to and what you could potentially be feeling and experiencing and the type of shifts that potentially will come from these retrogrades that we're about to enter into. And it's also giving you guys a different understanding that Mercury is not the only powerful ret retrograde. I know that people speak about Mercury. We all speak about Mercury because Mercury is a huge planet that impacts our lives in a massive way, especially entering in this lifetime of in, in internet and technology and all of this that's going on. So Mercury is absolutely a very impactful retrograde, which we're going to see again um, in June. <laughs> it's going to be retrograding in Cancer. And so 
Yeah, we have a lot coming up. We have a lot going on and, and things, as I stated, are going to get a little bit more intense before they lighten up and loosen up. This entire year is going to be a very impactful year and it's going to change our lives forever. So um, just buckle up, be gentle with yourself. Remember to stay hydrated, focus on your immunity, focus on things that make you feel good. Do the exercises that you can do anything that makes you feel good in the moment so that you are not allowing yourself to just dissipate where you are. Okay. So I love your freaking souls. Thank you guys so much for all of your support. And thank you all so much for all the love that you give me. I have definitely read your emails. I've definitely seen your inboxes and I love how you share um, the episodes um, on Instagram and Facebook and your stories and all of that. I really love that. That's really, 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 really sweet. And I really appreciate it. I'm so glad that you guys are getting so much from it. Um, I look forward to speaking with you guys again. So until our next daily dose of energy. Bye.